Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, coming to you from the Mecca of the Mormons, one Salt Lake City. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, a new What Mormons Believe. Yeah. This one's the one you've been waiting for, people. Oh, this is the juicy one. You think of Mormons, this is what you think of. (laughs) It shouldn't be. Well, maybe it should be. It is. It Whether is what you should. It's it's dirty, <laughs> salacious, it's titillating. It is titillating. Mormons don't like the so- the topic. No, they shy away from it. I suppose they do. This music keeps going on and on. <laughs> <laughs> there been we ha- go. Been having All right. technical music difficulties. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to adjust that in the future. My goodness. Yeah. That was a long intro. Yeah, that'll happen <laughs> if you're not careful. Oh, well, Dan, do you like letters? Letters like, letters, like of the alphabet? No, like letters sent to oh. people. Or open letters, I guess, more than sure, anything. This right. is more of an open letter type thing. I've been known to enjoy an open letter or two. Oh, I want to I read one to you. <laughs> oh, I'm all ears. This is, um, you remember Joe the Plumber? Oh, how could I forget? Joe the Plumber. Sam, Joe the Plumber... Wurzel Redenbacher. Wurzel Thurger. Um, yeah, he, um, he, he says he, he's written a little letter mm. to the world oh. titled, I'm blessed to be a Christian. Oh, mm. that's nice, Joe. So it says, and I actually learned a few things about Joe in here. I uh, just, I guess I wrongly assumed that he was already a evangelical type Christian. Yeah. He's, he wasn't. Oh. Um, it says not so long ago. I, maybe I need to do this. Can I do an accent? <laughs> I it it may offend. <laughs> okay, D- depends on how well you do it. Okay. No, not not that long ago, I became a Christian. Okay, I can't really do accents. Um, <laughs> so it says not that long ago I became a Christian. It was a magnificent event in my life that transformed me. Mm. It was like many people have experienced a moment of clarity. Oh. The weight came off my shoulders as I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Christianity has made me a better person. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I am forgiven. Thank God. Now, you may remember that Barack Obama and I have an unusual history together. Uh, We don't share too many (laughs) of the same political views, but we do have something in common. We're both Christians. Yeah. Uh, The president says he's a follower of Christianity, and I take him at his word. Oh, nice. I don't question his faith. It's very generous of him. Yeah. I don't question his faith. And when I read or hear people claiming he's not a Christian because of this or that, I don't like it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Good for him. It's not, well, Christian. Mm. So before this election season gets into overdrive, I want to remind everyone that we're all God's children and our president should be given the love and respect the golden rule he puts forth. It's the core of being a good Christian. I, I smell a trap. And if you can get that down, you're close, my friend. One of the reasons I really dig Christianity is that it's so incredibly powerful and amazing. The lives of millions of people have been given meaning by their faith in Christ. And what better confirmation of that strength do we have than the life story of President Obama? Uh Imagine being a child of a mixed-race marriage, especially in the turbulent 60s and freewheeling 70s. (laughs) And when you throw in that dad is a Muslim and mom an atheist, you know it could not have been easy. And they were communists, for crying out loud. (laughs) 
At age six, young Barry was shipped off to Indonesia and exposed to Islam for several years. His parents divorced. He returned to the U.S., and Barack was placed with his grandparents. By the time he got to college, he was experimenting with cocaine, marijuana, and even thought about using heroin. Sadly, oh wait, no, 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 hardly sounds like someone who would become president of the United States, (laughs) the most powerful man in the greatest, most powerful country in the world, does it? It seems, against all odds, almost miraculous. Oh, oh hey! Uh, I'm not show the plumber. I'm, I don't I'm know where you're going with this. Confused right now. <laughs> I know, right? Jo- I don't... Joseph T. Plumber <laughs> isn't that his name? I don't know. Um, after Barack Hussein Obama suddenly cast off his Muslim roots, rejected his mother's disbelief in God, turned tail on the Islam of his early life, and converted to Christianity, blam! He's elected president. He actually puts blam in there yeah of course anyone who believes the two things are not connected is being disingenuous at best oh i don't know how or when it happened whether he was partying at college or five minutes before he decided to run for office but it doesn't matter (laughs) he came to christ and he is my brother wow it kind of goes on barack obama once famously told me that he just wanted to spread the wealth around and i take him at his word about that as well after three years of watching the policies he put forth the agenda he's been pushing and the detrimental effect it's had on our country, I don't question it one bit. Joe. Ah, Joe. Hey, you want to be president? All you got to do is convert. That's <laughs> he recently converted. Does he really think that, that the two hey, things are linked? That, man. Well, he's... okay. First of all, do we have any in- indication of... I, I don't. I guess I've never read his, his autobiography. Was Barack not raised christian he was raised christian wasn't he by his grandparents i think by his grandparents that's that's my understanding and his mom i thought his mom ra- anyway his mom oh. was not a believer oh who the hell his cares mom famously was not a believer <laughs> really well who cares yeah. i mean it's all so stupid yeah but i just loved it i, I that, loved how I, nonsensical it really is but also just the fact that yeah. he's like all what, i don't know what he's he's what was your point there joe I mean, because if, if your point is what you seem to think it is, then God wants Barack Obama to be president. Yeah, if it's a miracle, wasn't God's hand involved in making him president? If he became Christian and then became president because of his Christianity, then that's God's will. And yeah. you would subvert God's will? That's what he's saying. That's what I heard. That's, yeah. He has not followed this through to its logical conclusion. No. I don't know. Again, that whole <laughs> you're, you're you're expecting too much of people, Dan, to of, be logical of of a plumber who wants to be. What is, what is he running for? Uh, Congress. He's nice. running for the the I believe just I believe the House of Representatives. Oh, good. I I might be wrong. Well, he might I, be running for Senate, but in, in usually what, when people say they're what, running for what Congress, state, they, what they fair mean, state does he hope to represent? <sighs> Dan, you you're know? asking me questions. Well, okay, I'm just curious. <laughs> I and I, I, to be honest, I got on the website because like, because like I, when I first read it, when I got to the part about, um, the whole blam and all that, I was just uh-huh. like, this is fake. This uh-huh. is totally, totally 100% fake. And I was laughing and I was having a good time with it. And then, <laughs> and then like, I was like, I, I figured I better, you know, trace right. it back to its roots. And I, when I did searches on it, a lot of, you know, media outlets were, were reporting on it. And I and I was like, oh wow, well, 
if if this if he's being duped or whatever. But anyways, no, it's actually on his website, and I did go to his website. <laughs> I just didn't pay any attention as to like which congressional right, district yeah, and yeah. where and all that. Kind oh, of stuff. Joe Wurlitzberger, Wurschelbacher. What a what? He's a treat. Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Joe Joe Plummer Wur, Wurzel Plummer. <laughs> I think it's Wurzel Plummer. <laughs> Anyway, I wish him all the Wurzel best. Plumber. Good job. So, uh, okay, so you remember when we were talking about uh, those uppity nuns that were pissing off all of the oh, the Catholics? God damn it, I hate uppity nuns. They, they were uppity nums, nums. All, all the nun skulls out there. Ah, <laughs> look at you. Yeah. Who, who, anyway, so yeah, they're uh, they just got scolded by the Vatican. <gasps> well. Yeah. Yeah. So that so the Vatican's there is now a full on war, my friend. There is, and it's happening on the Twitter. Did the did the Vatican declare war? They are a sovereign state. That's true. That's true. They could. They could declare war on whatever they want to. But this this is a cyber war. Oh, of, of tweeting a war of the future. It's, it is a war of the future. Yeah, yeah. the future An of the Catholic Church. War. So mm. so what happened was. Of course, people have been going back and forth. There, there, you know, there are people who are, of course, supporting the nuns, mm-hmm. like you know, anyone who's progressive in the Catholic Church, and then there are people who are like wildly opposed to the nuns, just like anybody who's, uh, you know, um, old, <laughs> male, and male, Pre- largely describes the group. Okay, yeah. so, uh, so. One guy, um, a Reverend James Martin, mm. uh, he's a, he's the ed- uh, culture editor of Jesuit Magazine mm. uh, America. Jesuit Mag- Magazine America, I okay. guess. And, it's uh, a good read. And he said, he was he was responding because, be, oh, okay, so I'll, I'll read this. There's a pretty choice quote from uh, one conservative theologian named George Weigel. Oh. And he said, yes. Many sisters continue to do many good works. On the other hand, mm. almost none of the sisters in the LCWR, which is the uh, League of Christian Women Religious, or what? what is it? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leadership Conference of Women Religious. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of the sisters, almost none of the sisters. None in, of the sisters? It's almost none. I I, I want to get this right. Almost none of the sisters in the LCWR congregations wear religious habits. Most have long since abandoned convent life for apartments and other domestic arrangements. Their spiritual what? life is more like, likely to be influenced by the Enneagram and Deepak Chopra. Enneagram? I don't even know what that is. Yeah. And Deepak Chopra than by Teresa of Avila Ugh. and Edith Stein. Their yeah. notions of orthodoxy are, to put it gently innovative and their religious relationship to the to church authority is best described as one of barely concealed contempt does he end by saying i want to end this nonsense <laughs> you should oh he missed his opportunity <laughs> oh, oh sorry about that weigel so anyway this uh this reverend james martin came along and he said no that what's he said that what's really overdue is expression of gratitude to the women who founded schools, hospitals, and charities across the UA, USA and the world. And he wrote, uh, he launched the hashtag, what sisters mean to me. Oh, and that's sweet. And isn't that nice? That is, that's nice. I like that. 
Well, he's, the, he's the, nice. the new thing on the tweeter is uh -oh. the the hashtag reversal. Oh yeah, that's big. Everybody likes to if you if you've got a hashtag going, mm -hmm. we're just gonna the opposition's just gonna fuck with your hashtag. Right. So what happened was uh, a Catholic blogging priest named John Zulsdorf. Uh oh. Name he, like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost as bad as a uh, Ratzinger. <laughs> so he he uh he, he said that uh the <laughs> the uh I just love he he referred to these women as the queen pins of the magisterium of nuns. <laughs> the queen pins. <laughs> <laughs> He said they styled themselves as teachers about faith and morals over and against the bishops and Holy Father, and that they have become oh, yeah. defenders of abortion and homosexual acts. Nobody could be more moral than a bishop. Right. right. Never. No. Never. They are the def they are the be-all you know. and end-all. Ew. Gross. So anyway, he's, he suggested, yeah, go ahead and tweet and use, the hash use that same hashtag. But then link it to his little posts. Ew, I don't like this guy. And his posts are called "Nuns Gone Wild." <laughs> As a, oh, oh, oh! It's conjuring images. I know. I'm kind Does of enjoying understand? those images, frankly. Does he understand <laughs> no. that you don't call it "Nuns Gone Wild"? <laughs> I, I think there are going to be a lot of very disappointed I think we young Catholic boys. Nuns gone wild. Yeah, yeah. And we need we need to start like <laughs> I'm sure that there's nun porn out there. We need to start Ooh. linking to nun porn oh, with God. that with that nuns gone wild I think thing. That's awesome. Just yeah. to turn his shit around because he's he's trying to turn being a douche. He's trying to turn other stuff around. We should turn yeah. his. Okay, so if you have a tweeter account, <laughs> listeners, seriously. <laughs> Find if you if you're feeling industrious, go and find yourself some nun porn, and then link to it, and then hashtag. Wait, is is this porn for nuns? Does it involve like being married to Jesus? No, I don't think so. Oh, it should. I think it needs to be a nun showing her boobs. Mm. A so-called nun. A lot of talk about like, I and mean, this is where words like ecstasy even come from. Mm. You know, I mean, it's it, these are religious ideas. Yeah. Of, you know, I've seen. I've seen statues in uh, in in Rome that would in, in churches of nuns <laughs> and and saints getting their toes curled get, up get, by get, Jesus. Um, let me tell you, it makes you <laughs> blush. You know, nice. Yeah, there's one. Oh my God, there's one. Where I can't even remember where it is. Maybe boy, it should be a compendium is, of those. She's, she's leaning back, and I mean the look on her face, like she's. She's wow. feeling that ecstasy. Oh yeah, she got the Jesus running all through her. She she does, and there's like rays of like gold that symbolize oh. the light, and she's being kind of like lifted up. And I wish I could remember who it is, but <laughs> sadly, I, I have a lot of art in my head from Rome, but I don't know what half of it is. Well, yeah, <laughs> they do have some art in Rome. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that Italy sometimes uh, they have some art. A lot of somewhere. sculpture in my head that. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but it's really cool. Anyway. Well, there you go. Ah. Anyway. All right. Hashtag wars. Hashtag wars. I like it. Hashtags against nuns. Yeah. So At some um, point when we get really, really famous, we'll launch a hashtag and and we'll we'll get a lot of... War. We'll, we'll get war, Dan. We'll declare war. We'll declare war. Hmm. Um... 
did you know, Dan, that religiousness is a key factor for Romney and Obama's support? Like, did, <laughs> would you have needed a poll in the field to like come up with I, that sentence? I don't know that I ever would have guessed that that was even possible. <laughs> it just doesn't seem likely that religion uh, plays a role in American politics, especially these days. presidential politics. Right, like, yeah, right. Especially when you got a Mormon oh. out there on the yeah. On, no, never. It's not the subject won't even come up. Although I am going to guess though that this somebody is, did put a poll in the field about this. Not only that, but that my friend who thinks that Romney can't possibly win because his Mormonism will kill him with the far right religious folks is going to be disproven by what you're about to say. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. So Gallup um did a poll and they asked um they they what they did is they broke down people's um support for you know the presidential candidates yeah. based on their um their own religiousness okay right and it's it's interesting they have three categories of of how religious the respondents were uh, oh. very religious moderately religious and non-religious and they were and so very religious is defined as religion being important part of daily life mm. and there's you know um at least weekly or or almost weekly um church synagogue or mosque attendance, attendance. okay um and uh this group makes up 41 percent of registered voters mm. that were interviewed it's a big group yeah that's a big group um those respondents uh the of the very religious uh 37 percent support uh president obama and 54% support Romney. Actually, Obama did better than I expected him yeah, to Yeah, right? Kind yeah. of. Um, Wait, what's the spread on that? 37 and 54? 37 54. Okay. And then there's obviously some undecideds right. in there. Uh, moderate religious, uh, 54% support President Obama. and 40, of, the, of the moderates? Of the moderates. Um, and 40% support Romney. And of the non-religious, well, you guessed it, um, 61% percent support president obama and only 30 percent support romney so, so so how does that play out if you does it list uh how it plays out percentages of americans like oh like like if you were to actually if you're just, a, to add up like how many yeah it probably doesn't well i mean if it's if the poll is to be because i'm not doing any math here but that sounds like obama's got him soundly spanked yeah, I mean, there's there there's that whole the whole fact that you know obviously the very religious the the church going folk do represent probably somewhere around that forty one percent. If this right. poll is to be trusted, sure, um, whatever its margin of error is, I don't remember. Um, but anyways, um, you know, you, you could figure that probably four tenths, two fifths. Look at me doing math in my head, <laughs> reducing down the fractions. Um, that um. That 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 you know percentage of the population is it's probably pretty close. Yeah. You know? um, but anyways, um, now this is interesting. Um, if you start to look at um, sort of religious identity, mm. um, Protestants um, support Obama at forty three percent versus Romney's forty eight percent of of Protestants. Catholics fifty one percent. To Romney's forty-five uh, percent. Oh, uh, and no religious identity, sixty-seven percent. 
So Romney is 23%. And you got to figure, my my understanding is that the people who self-identify as no religious identity mm-hmm. make up well over 15% of the population, probably closer to 20 or 25. Yeah, in this poll, based on their the way that they were, um, the non-religious were, uh, religion is not an important part of daily life and respondents seldom or never attend uh, church, synagogue, or mosque. Um, this group... Uh-huh. makes up 32% of registered voters. Wow. Yeah. And Catholics have got to add another 15 or 20%. Well, maybe not that high. How many how, what do you oh, yeah, I, I yeah, but I'm not I'm not quite sure how that breaks down. Um I'm going to pull up the Eris report. Very religious Catholics tilt to Romney. Um no surprise, right. but just as far as like just Catholic as an ident- as a religious identity. Um, is what they were looking at right there. And I, that's, that's, you know, the whole no religious, that's not surprising. But, like, I don't know. Like, in that, Protestants breaking down that way, I... That's interesting. That Romney doesn't even have 50%. Let's face it. Screw your religious identity. Everybody can see that Romney's a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how much do you hate Obama? Uh, it's, yeah, exactly. It's not about do you like Romney. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and ca- then, Catholics, just so that you know, in 2008, on the ARIS report, mm-hmm. uh, made up 25.1% of oh, wow. okay. American population. Um, and then it's, it is interesting, um, they broke down Protestants just based on how religious they were. They didn't get into subgroups, they didn't get into like evangelicals, they didn't do anything like mm. that, which is... I don't know, I, I, I would be curious to hear their rationale for not breaking down Protestant ism into smaller just lazy but to be honest like with these kind of numbers and and they're obviously just looking at religiosity as like as a a determiner yeah um very religious protestants 35 percent for uh president obama 54 percent for romney but the moderate moderately religious protestants already 51 percent uh for president obama 42 for Romney. It didn't mention And basically Mormons, the same it? for uh, non-religious Protestants. No, that be would be, that that would be fun. It'd be cool to see, like... Yeah. Because you know that, like, it's probably going to be 90% for Romney of Mormons. It's certainly not all Mormons. Yeah. By no yeah. means could it be all Mormons. But I'm yeah. going to guess it's in the 80s or 90s. Yeah. I, I don't know. High 80s. I don't know. Like, that... That's that's an interesting one. I know my parents think he's a puke. Really? Oh yeah, they don't. They'll vote for him. Yeah, they're they, not going to vote for Obama though. No, Even if they no. hate the guy, they're going to vote for him yeah. over Obama. And they if are. You ask they him, are voters. They will vote. If period. You, if if you ask him, him if you even Mormons who don't like Mitt, if you say him or or Obama, you're going to get a yeah. high percentage that are saying yeah Mitt, mittens. Yeah. Fortunately. Um, Mormons are, are are pretty well contained. Yeah, geographically, not a lot of electoral votes. No, get decided by Mormons as a whole. No, so. Utah, Utah, they will always control completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't mean that much. Utah is a pretty small state. Yeah, when it, when yeah. it comes to political power. Yeah, who cares? Four congressional districts now. Yeah, we're all very proud of our fourth congressional <laughs> district. <laughs> Do you love that Wimmer did not? get his little seat like he thought he was gonna get or at least his uh republican nomination yeah well like he thought and it's, instead it's gonna it went to love to love 
Yeah, we're just talking okay. local, local politics. politics now. Sorry, folks. We don't need to get into that because it's but boring she, even to me. But she's a black yeah. Republican. Yeah, she's 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 if she if she beats if she wins the seat, which it's not given. This is a surprising oh, no. thing. No, no, no. Uh, for those of you outside of Utah, this fourth seat is not a given to the Republicans. This fourth seat they've been trying to design it so that it would go to the Republicans. Oh, yeah. They've been gerrymandering the the crap out of this state, of course. Because we have one Democrat who keeps getting elected to Congress. If you can call him a Democrat. He's a Democrat. He's a moderate. Yeah. He's a moderate. Don't play that game. He's a blue dog. I think there should be... the, the, The problem is... And this is the problem with American politics is that there's no space for moderates in the Republican Party right. and there's no space for moderates in the Democratic right. Party. Right. And so to just say that somebody's not a Democrat, even though that's his I mean, his father was a Democratic governor of this state. Yeah. You know, his like, dad I actually really liked. Right. You know, and he's playing politics. He knows what it takes to get elected in this absolutely, state. Absolutely, absolutely. But anyways, so he's a Democrat. The Republicans just just because hate him. Right. And so um, they've been trying to get him out of there. And so he is running in the, the new district. Right. And uh, and so anyway, so Love, uh, she's she's a African-American Republican, obviously a woman. Um, and uh, she um, she would be the only African-American Republican woman in Congress if she were elected. Really? Uh huh. Republican woman, right? African American Republican, right? Republican woman. So that's interesting. Yeah, isn't that kind of crazy? No matter what, Utah. <laughs> we always come up with some good stuff. Utah's a <laughs> it's a nutty place. It is nutty. <laughs> Me Sorry, love. Guys. That's enough of that. Oh right. wait, was there one last thing here? Um, yeah, nothing surprising. Okay. Oh, it, this is it's an interesting point. Um, Obama's underlying theme was that religion and democratic policies are strongly compatible at his recent um, um, presidential prayer breakfast thing that they mm-hmm. do. Um, he gave a little speech and that was that was basically the theme of it um, that and then the, 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 the this is kind of in the analysis of, of this uh, poll uh, that may be the case theologically, but in the practical world of today's presidential politics, Religiousness continues to translate into Republican voting, um, a pattern that to this point does not appear to be changing. That was a great trick that the Republicans pulled. Yeah. When they when they hijacked all of the religious voters. That's wild. And then talked them into voting against their own self-interest. It's one of the craziest things. I don't like the Democrats right now much yeah. either in yeah. general, but wow, that was, just, that was just a trick. They just tricked them. Yeah. It was yeah. just... They just they started yelling really loudly about Jesus, and suddenly everybody's like, "Huh, Jesus? What? <laughs> that guy's not saying Jesus." Mm. Anyway, yeah, Jesus is a good tool. We'll we'll hear a little later some some good Jesus talk. Yeah, some good uh, <laughs> good Republican base yeah. uh, audio. Yeah. So um, so you know how there was that one uh, iTunes review that we got. Mm-hmm. That accused us of being being trolls, being trolls, and being <laughs> yeah. being harsh on on atheists and and easy on religious folks. Yeah, strangely, strange. Although we have been harsh on some atheists, we have atheists. been, and I and I think we be, might. To be I'm, intellectually honest, I think you have to be willing to go after people of your own community. You have to be willing to go after whoever needs going after. Exactly. That's what needs to happen. So I'm just going to present this next 
article. You don't know anything about it. And no, I have see no clue. where we go with this. See what my response is? Yes. Okay, so here's what it is. Okay. A young man in a high school. <laughs> and the, frankly, this was stupid on the high school's part. The high school apparently had a um, a fictional character uh, day where you dress oh, no. as a fictional, fictional character. Oh, no. In, in other words, no, let's no. call it the asking for it day. <laughs> You'll never guess what this young man showed up as. Oh, I there's like, well, if it's pissing people off, can I guess? Can I guess? Please can guess. guess? It's a school in the United States. It is. He dresses Jesus. He was Jesus. Uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> I think this was in Tennessee. Is that where this? No. Oh, Matt, no. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was. Oh, this article's confusing. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. So, so he wasn't kicked out or anything. Oh, good. Um, here's what that's, happened. That's the, smart. The, the principal and vice principal approached him mm. in a very intimidating way. I don't know if it was intimidating. They just sure. said, approached him and said, if your costume starts causing disruption, you have to take it off. And he took yeah. it off. Just right then and there. I think so. Oh. I think they were being very serious about the whole thing. Oh, wow. So okay. So I right. frankly none of this really surprises me. He was there. He was doing it clearly to be a disruption or to mm. like to cause a stir. Sure, which is fun. I have no problem with that. Cause a stir if you want to. Uh, it it had the desired effect. He got he got told. Oh oh, and also the uh, the principal said that they would they wished he were dressed like Zeus. Instead, <laughs> if, if wishing made it so, right? Exactly. Wow. Well, <laughs> well, he's not far off. Yeah, he's oh dressed god. like a deity that people believe in. Anyway, oh my god. Okay. Um, All right. So, what? Where does this? Where does the story go? The Freedom from Religion Foundation. Oh yeah, has given him a thousand dollars scholarship for hey. doing this. All right. Cool. Okay. Yeah, you think that's cool? Because I think it's kind of douchey. <laughs> Because he didn't, he didn't do anything. He just was a, He was just being kind of a, a dope. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with what he did. Yeah, I just think find somebody who's actually like tried to make a difference well, here's and the give them the stupid. Is, scholarship. is it a young atheist who's just trying to like get some stuff stirred up, or is yeah, it just I mean, a it's kid a young... who's being who's being blasphemous for and having a good time with it? Well, I mean, he is an atheist. Okay, and you know this this. Little stipend was well, is meant thousand dollars. It barely covers books. Yeah, I know. I just think I just think like the the Rhode Island girl who actually had to go to court and suffered a oh, lot. Oh yeah, of stuff. but she has everything paid for. Period. This is one thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's a drop yeah. in the bucket for a college education. Okay. Well, see, this is why I brought it up because I th I thought you know what? It's an iffy thing. It's a yeah. it could go either way. I I just the the problem is that it gets publicity in the Tennessean. Yeah, that uh, that this group gave out of scholarship for him rabble rousing, try encourages and more rabble rousing. I think I think it just encourages people to be angry at atheists more. Oh, I think basically it's basically saying it, it's like it. <sighs> yeah, the, because I mean, the I way the way a... that the public the public's going to see this is atheists are encouraging other atheists to be dicks to Christians and get and and giving them money for it. <sighs> we can't be completely humorless though no and and i don't encourage that and i i like i say i support the kid right in his action i think that's hilarious right 
But if the just red, let it be is what you're saying. But I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying we as an atheist community should be rewarding those who are making positive steps for our community. Absolutely. And that's and that's where I think that money would be better spent seeking out people who are not. You know, if you're going to do a publicity stunt, fine, but do it in a way that it's going to to be a positive message for 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 our community. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Because because when you give a scholarship like this, you're right. It's not enough money to make that big a dent in it's not enough money to make any dent in a college tuition. Right. But it's but enough money but it's enough money I mean to to make a news story. Yes. And that's what it was. Yes. I don't know. It gets people I, I, I don't know. I don't know, Dan. Like I don't I don't see the big deal. Mm. I really don't. Okay. Well, that's fine. I mean, it's because, like, you know, we're, the, the guy dressed up as Muhammad, and we're like, oh, my zombie Muhammad, right? And uh-huh. we're like, oh, what a dick. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I feel like individual acts are great. Individual acts of, like, being a dick, that's fine with me. But, like, institutional acts should be a little more careful, I feel like. And they gave him a scholarship. I don't know. I mean, it's a scholar. It's uh, I don't know. Is it's he at least a good student? I have no idea. It doesn't even mention <laughs> it. But I think they gave. It, I think. No, wait a minute. Uh, last year they gave. They did the same thing. What? Last year the uh, student who got the same thing was a student who dressed as Jesus Christ for a similar costume day and was disciplined. So they gave him an award. Oh, too. so it's become the dresses Jesus scholarship, right? The, the, <laughs> Go to school. I dressed in Jesus and got I dressed in as Jesus and got in trouble scholarship. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that. Oh God, I don't know. I don't know, Dan. <laughs> it's tricky. You want, why? Why is this giving me the big moral and ethical dilemma? I don't know. For me, for me, it's just like I would rather I would rather if I had a there's nothing, fund. Nothing wrong with dressing up like Jesus. No, there's nothing wrong with it. And uh, yeah, it, it's just that if I had a fund, I'd give it to somebody who's making a difference in the community. Maybe maybe there wasn't a high profile. Well, they could just yeah. publicize. I I don't know. I don't know either. I just don't think. I think that a scholarship, my scholarship, the Daniel Beecher, Little Atheist Achiever scholarship. Future, okay. <laughs> will go to someone who has made a positive impact either on the community at large by an atheist uh-huh. or has has made a positive impact in the perception of atheists for the community. And I think that that's a wonderful thing and I support you 100% in that. And that's and that's fine. But if but if, that's my if that's my want to have that's like, my fictional if, scholarship if to give out. People, so these in guys this case can, a group of atheists wants to have you know, a little bit of fun with a thousand dollars that they're giving out every right. year for a scholarship, and they want to just highlight something that they think is 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 a kid who's standing <laughs> up to people in his community and bravely going forth. Sure, in kind of a dickish way, but nonetheless, uh, I yeah, I just think acts like this galvanize the no, you're the right. opposition. No, you're, you're right, rather than rather to. than helping our our this cause, is, is a, which is its own thing. You know, whatever. I think whatever. this is a pretty innocent thing. Yep. I In the end, it doesn't yeah. worry me that much. Mm. Well, that's good. But I thought I'd bring it up.
Hey, do you want to know what is uh, not being an issue this year in, in presidential politics? Have you been paying attention? What's not being an issue? What's really not an issue this go around? What's that? That has been an issue recently. A lot in presidential politics. The whole gay marriage thing. Oh. Isn't that interesting? I guess I haven't heard it come up. It's got to come up. It'll come up a little bit, but it's not polling well. Mm. It's absolutely not polling well this year. I Sorry, folks. I have like two polls that I'm talking about today. That's okay. But um, no. Um, so I, am, I do have like a moral opposition to polls and to political polling. Oh, I don't. I think, I I think, think they get closer to the the truth of the issue than anything else in our system i think it just there's so much yelling I think it and just screaming starts about a feedback loop yeah i i encourage everyone to lie when a poll comes to you <laughs> oh, God. just say say the wrong the, thing the issue is, is that politicians really pay attention to polls i know that's what i'm saying that's what the fact of the matter is that politicians pander to these polls yeah rather than what I they think should a statistical sampling of the country to figure out what the important issues of the day are, and that actually, if that's what politicians are really going to be be uh, paying attention to, I think maybe the the polls should be broadened on more issues because it does always seem to be sort of these hot button issues that get polled. But maybe, maybe issues. But no, I think okay. that I think I don't. I also don't like the fact that we poll to find out who's winning and who's you know that maybe yeah no that. That I think you're right. Issues are important. Issues but polling might be winning might in, be a, a in, a, thing. in a thing in a race. Maybe not so. That you're right. If if there is a problem with polls, it's that stuff. Yeah. But, anyway, sorry. Go on yeah. with go okay. on with your poll. Anyways, um, so, um, right now, uh, in the United States, in this poll, um, 22 percent of Americans say they strongly favor permitting legal gay marriage for gays and lesbians. How many? Or legal marriage. It's 22. 22%. Okay. An identical percentage say they strongly oppose it. Okay. So we've so got... even now. We've got margins on either side. Yeah. Strongly for and strongly sides. against. Those numbers, four years ago, um, there was twice... Um, or, or I'm sorry. Strong opposition was twice as high as... as strong... Uh, strong support. Support. So okay. 30% versus 14%. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Four years before that, um, opposition was more than three times higher than support. 36 to, to 11. Yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, we, you, you know that the trend, you know where the trend's going. We, you know, yeah. if, you've if you've, it's called progress. It's called progress. And if you have um, hung out with a, a group of teenagers anytime recently, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter where you are. The, the kids here along the Wasatch Front in Utah it doesn't matter whether they're Mormon or not. They don't give a shit. They don't care about this issue. No. They just don't care. And so we, we know where the trend is going. Right. It's just interesting to see that in four years and over over the course of eight years, yeah. how dramatically that could shift. And of course, then it plays less part, less of a part in, in the actual campaign. Yeah. Because of the thing that people are worried about. And you could just say that they're more distracted by their pocketbook right now and not maybe a cultural war issue. Right. Um, but yeah, people are obviously concerned about the economy and jobs and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. Versus. Well, 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 I mean, you think about it, I guess it was eight years ago that Utah had its, its, uh, yeah, it gay marriage, yeah, it was. uh, amendment to its constitution. Yeah. But that was specifically designed because it was such a good wedge issue uh -huh. that it was, it was designed to 
like uh, there because there were several gay marriage ballot in- initiatives across the country that yeah. year designed by the Republicans to get the people who were so opposed to it out to vote. Well, of course, yes. they're not going to do that now because they right. don't. It's not the winning issue that they had before. No, 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 no. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. I, I just think I think it's interesting. Yeah. Um, obviously, as a gay man, it matters. And well, yeah. I'm not gay and it matters to me. Well, but I mean, it's it's why I pay attention and yeah. it's why on a podcast that's about God or no God. I'm well, uh, I'm going to bring it up. It's a huge issue. It's a right huge now. Issue. I mean, this is this is this is the major civil rights issue of our time. Mm hmm. That's true. This is I mean, this is this is it. This is the major barrier that's left really can you think of other civil rights issues that are out there um uh, well trans will become a thing yeah uh, yeah it, but i mean it will and it, but i mean once you open up right along if you open up marriage in the for, wake of of sort of the gay stuff but if you open up marriage for it's actually kind of happening for everyone speak, to be honest then mm. then it won't be an issue because it's the the political issue is marriage yeah, we're not talking about like socially social acceptance here. We're talking about a political rights issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so what whatever happens for same sex marriage, if it's just open to people without regard to gender, mm-hmm. then then the trans people are covered. Yes, but there's a there's a strategic reason why the gay community has gone after marriage specifically mm. um and it, it because the fact of the matter is um like housing and employment and all of those those were the easy ones to get in fact we see that right here in salt lake yeah you know we have on 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 the on the books here in salt lake those protections um in salt lake city proper. in salt lake city proper and the county has adopted uh the county i Ooh, I can't remember, but there's yeah, there's remember. about eleven or twelve um, cities. Cities, I believe, Salt Lake County has adopted the protections because oh. it's cities and counties. And what other county besides maybe you know Summit, up where where Park City is? Right. Um, but anyways, we're talking local politics again. But nonetheless, we see that these are the easy ones to get, right? right. But the gay community wasn't going. The, the 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 people at the national level weren't going for that because they knew that. Um, that it was sort of the, the pinnacle thing. Right. And that, that you get that and you publicize it as gay marriage and da, 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 that all these other things will just kind of fall in place. Sure. That's not necessarily going to happen for the trans community in mm. the same way. The, yeah. The transgender community, the problem is that the people who would deny them rights are people who are really bad at ambiguity. They mm-hmm. hate it. They mm-hmm. can't stand it when something's not clear cut. Yeah. They yeah. want black and they want white and that's all they want. Yeah. And they prefer not to have black. Well, they prefer not to have Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> and are they white? I can't tell. Do they count? Well, the <laughs> the demographers say white Hispanics. <laughs> I know. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I find that bizarre. Yeah. And then speaking, by the way, of Hispanics, did you know that Mitt Romney... Hails from Mexican immigrants. He, I knew this. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? You'd think yeah. he'd pull better with the Mexicans, <laughs> but yeah. no. I think a different kind of immigrant <laughs> experience, to be honest. Yeah. So, so this Mittens fella, his his family 
essentially fled the United States in Mm -hmm. order that they should be able to practice polygamy. This is true. Um, And we, and, and yes, spoiler alert, we will be discussing polygamy as in our, in our segment of what Mormons believe. It's going to be fun. Yeah. We're going to go into the whole thing about Mormons and like wives and things. Anyway. So, so yeah, the Romney family ran away to Mexico because it beca- it was illegal here in the United States, these United States of America. But apparently not in Mexico. No. Well, we're, actually, we, I think it was illegal there, but nobody was persecuting anybody there. And we're talking about extreme northern Mexico, just right. south of the border. We're talking about Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Really? He's Chihuahuan? He is a Chihuahua. He's a Chihuahua. Mittens is a Chihuahua. <laughs> Anybody out there who adopts a Chihuahua, name him Mittens. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Oh, poor kid. So, uh, so yeah, he, uh, he, that's what happened. Mm. Mitt is kind of denying it. What? Or rather, he's being, he's he being doesn't... very tricky about it. Okay. Somebody mentioned, who was it? It was a... Um, should Mil- we- Montana Governor Brian Schweitzer mm-hmm. uh, suggested that he'd uh, he would hit bu- that that Mitt would hit bumps in the road in appealing to the national electorate because his father was quote born on a polygamy commune in Mexico. Mm-hmm. There's nothing incorrect about that. Mm. However, mm. Mitt wanted to clear it up by saying, "My dad's dad was not a polygamist." Notice the use of "dad's dad," not grandpa or whatever i think that probably pulls better oh, it sounds yeah. very familiar my dad you know don't hurt my dad and my yeah. dad's dad anyway the whole point is he says he was not a polygamist huh my dad grew up in a family with a mom and a dad and a few brothers and one sister they lived in mexico and they lived a very nice life there from what i understand and then when he was five or six years old there was a revolution in mexico they escaped and and he just goes on. The fact of the matter is, though, that like those um, the the colonies, the Mormon colonies, still exist in Mexico. Uh huh. Yeah. They're, but they're mainstream Mormons now. They're not, not polygamous all of them. Mormons. Really? There's some there are, ones? there are still some polygamous no com- compounds in Mexico and Canada. Well, I knew about the ones in Canada. Huh. So 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 yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is that he distanced himself by saying that my grandfather wasn't a polygamist. Which is probably true. I don't true. know. Sure. But okay. Fine. How about but your great grandfather? Great grandfather. Yeah. That dude was had wives. But my dad's dad's dad yeah. was. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, for crying out loud, my great grandfather was a butcher. <laughs> I'm not a butcher. Right. Yeah. I mean, the. I guess the <laughs> reason, and that's the reason that I brought say, this up, is because you know. just embrace your wacky history. Yeah. It's my, there. My, my grandfather was a mechanic. I can't fix a car. Yeah. Yeah. That's you true. Know? Good thing you had that boyfriend of yours. Yeah, he can fix cars. He's quite good at it. <laughs> anyway, I I mean the whole point to me is that like if you anything you hide from, it's just mitt like doing mitt's thing, which mm-hmm. is which is anything that pulls badly today, I will backpedal as fast as I can away from. Mm-hmm. And if it pulls well tomorrow, I'll be running at it. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy talk. Mm. Mitt, Mitt's just—I don't think he's a very smart politician. You—you you just uh, embrace those things because no one's going to yeah. accuse him of being a polygamist. Well, yeah, and and that's that's all you need to to to, to say. Yeah, and because like 
You think it's about the like same as the church. The, the church the, distances themselves from this thing the same the, way. But the people of the church don't. A lot of the descendants that I've known of polygamists, they, it's a it's this wacky, charming fact in their family history, mm-hmm. and they just yeah. kind of just blanket accept it, talk about it. So you know, grand, yeah. great great grandpa and his you know twelve wives, right? And it's just. Nobody really cares. No. Right? Of course, they're talking to other people whose great-great-great-grandfather also had 12 wives. But even at that, even if you're talking to someone who's, who has no connection to polygamy whatsoever, it's, 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 it's a, a curiosity. It's, it really just is. That's all it is. It, yeah. I mean, we're going back four, three, I mean, four generations on this. It does speak a little bit to the... I mean, there's still... Because Mormonism has not been able to fully extract polygamy from its theology no in fact they probably don't even know what to do with it to be (laughs) honest because it's there and there's no denying that it's there right and they still believe that men can have multiple wives in heaven theologically speaking they are still polygamists and theologically speaking they are still practitioners of polygamy right but maybe they we just should hold on this and, oh, and save it yeah. for our okay for our, right, our right. segment okay. oh shut up we're getting into we're we're we're, we're melding segments i know it's just terrifying it's awful it's terrible 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 well well should we take a break yes if you'd like to join the conversation that's happening right now on facebook.com slash tgi atheist please go over there we're getting lots of hits and yeah we're it's, we're up to what 52 likes 59 yeah. 59 likes people that's seven more likes than last week what if what if we got over 70 that or 75 cool. what if we hit 75 this week <laughs> come on we can do it you if we all band together <laughs> we can have 75 people participating in our on yeah. our online conversations you can also like or uh, follow us on twitter at tgi atheist as well mm-hmm. um there's a, a less vibrant but still a conversation going on there and posts if you're more of a twitterer than a, a facebooker and that's just what you're comfortable with the posts will end up in both places so that's not an that's not an issue and use hashtag frank and dan just kidding. no. I just, I'm just that. I'm just throwing out hashtags now. I'm just trying to create. I'm launching hashtags because then people can do hashtag Frank and Dan suck and yeah, do that too. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Any publicity is good publicity, right? Yeah. And so, of course, there's still the uh, voicemail. That's four two four six 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 eight four four two. Right. And there's the email that you can send us emails at uh, podcast at thinkautomatheist.com. So let's take a quick break. Just so you know what this is, because you will be lost if we don't <laughs> let you know. Yeah. This is a clip from tr- that wonderful TV show. I don't think it's still on anymore. Uh, Which is a shame. Oh, it's a <laughs> damned crying shame. Uh, Trading Spouses. Do you yeah. remember that trashy show? Yeah. It, well, it's I, at least I think a trashy I, title. I think I've seen else. at least... I think I've seen two episodes of it. They're pretty wacky and they're fun. And but anyways, the whole I, the whole premise of the show, if you're not familiar, um, they would take these two very different families, right? And then they and usually would, they're like conflicting, different, very like Republican or Democrat, right? Or or like in the case of this hip, one, hippies and and bankers, bankers, or something. yeah. yeah. Um, this one is a very, um, I'm guessing kind of evangelical-ish type woman who had to go live with um, an astrology practicing family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so their mom 
would have gone into this really Christian household. Yeah. Okay. So there's this, that's where the trading spouses comes in. And then it's a show about sort of a clash of cultures and see how people deal with that. No, no. It's a show about what you're about to hear. (laughs) It is a show designed specifically to try and make what you're about to hear happen. And And it happened. Yeah. This is my house. I want no money. I want nothing. I want my God and I want my family. This is tainted. I don't want it. Whatever it is, it's tainted. Whatever it is you're giving me, I give it up to God. I'm a God warrior. And I don't want someone with tainted anything in beliefs doing anything with my family. Get out. Get out. I want these crew members leaving. Get these ear sets off of me. I've had enough. Gargoyles, psychics, everything's ungodly. Dark sided. I'm glad you're home. Get the hell out of my house. In Jesus' name, I pray. I've had enough. Oh, I just said. Mom, come sit with Did us. Did you talk about astrology? No. Did you get hypnotized by her? I have taken a stand. I have taken a stand. I am not a fence rider. I was over there praying for all these people, but I needed prayer. I needed you to be praying for I you. Need you, you get me. <laughs> Gargoyles and slackers. No, slykics. Slykics. <laughs> no, please, no slykics. Oh, Frank, I have oh. bad news for you. What? I think you're dork sided. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Honestly, a woman like that is doing you a favor if she kicks you out of her home. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Thank the, you. the clip is really funny. We'll we'll post the full clip, um, a link to it on on the on the Facebook feed. Sure, but um, it is it's delightful. <laughs> it's so silly. Oh my gosh! And she looks like what you think she. Oh, I mean, there's like missing teeth and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I wish I, I I wish I'd been able to watch the whole episode and not just that clip because I would like to see how sort of the the psychic slash astrologer woman did with the family because it sounded like I mean this family was completely caught off guard. I'm guessing she I think did they fine. A, I think they had a great time. With I'm, sure they <laughs> I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. That husband's like, well, I'm glad you're back. We yeah. had wonderful Ooh, time. This is the best time. Ever. <laughs> And at another point in the <laughs> clip, she also refers to tarot cards. Mm. It's like, did she get them tarot cards out? <laughs> did she astrologize at you? <laughs> oh, Lord. hypnotized. She Hypma- hypnotized you? Hypnotized. Did she say hypnotized? Oh, oh my God, that's funny. God. All right, Dan. So, oh, you know what I wanted to do? We got what? a couple emails. Oh, read some I, emails. I think that we should, uh, should mention. Do Just that. wanted to say... Thank you. Uh, we got an email from our friend Jordan, who oh, we talked cool. about. Uh, he he's we now know that he's at Hunter High School. Oh, hey, okay. He, want, he he emailed us to to ask us about advice on on starting a club. Yeah, for the atheists to yeah. the, over to the high school. That was in the last episode. Yeah, and we you know he said if he found a teacher that would sponsor him, mm-hmm. then he would start this club. Did he find a teacher? He found two teachers willing to sponsor the club. Shut up. Congratulations, Jordan. That's awesome. And uh, enough people willing to join and a schedule for the meetings. Oh, that's fantastic. So That's super cool. Yeah, he, apparently he needs district approval and a name 
Oh, uh, <laughs> and uh, so so the call is being put out, folks. Uh, hey. Go onto the Facebooks and start yeah. suggesting a name for the club. I think that's great. Yeah, he he, he, said, he suggested that, that it's at Hunter High. Uh-huh. Uh So if you want to use H or double H in your acronym, oh okay, yeah, go right ahead. Let's, let's get this thing crowdsourced and get a uh, name. But yeah, it's a uh, he. He doesn't want to exclude uh, agnostics or deists. Oh, okay. Do we have a deist community really going? Mm, I don't know I don't that know. there's that much deism. Is, deism. Are those the people with the pyramid? <laughs> <laughs> That's some of them. Oh. Some of them are. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, Google some of them if you want to. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, good job, Jordan. And uh, again, uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll be keeping tabs. Keep keep us up to date on what's happening. Yeah, and, that's uh, great. And uh, good on you. Yeah. So so there's that. Cool. Um, and I just wanted to do a quick shout out to the Vulcan. Oh I hey! Don't really know. That's I'm guessing that's not this person's real name. I hope it is. <laughs> I hope it is too. It, m- Mr. The Vulcan or Miss. Or mis- Mr. Vulcan. Mr. His first name's Da. Okay. Mr. or Miss Vulcan. <laughs> okay. Uh, we <laughs> hope that you will legally change your name to The Vulcan. And may you what what does he problem. say? What is... Oh, just, you know, it actually makes some interesting um, comments. There was a... Uh, we talked about the, the Mormon concept of the pre-existence. Mm, mm-hmm. And uh, he had some... He found some similarities between that and some of Tolkien's work. Oh. And wondered if J.R.R. Tolkien was perhaps familiar with uh with the book of mormon which is an interesting thing and i'm going to bring it up actually with a professor that i know who is both mormon and has done extensive study of tolkien oh cool i'll just ask him about it anyway thought that was interesting just want to shout out to yeah mr and or ms vulcan yeah okay perfect cool so bring us to our special segment it's now time for what mormons Mormons believe Oh, the Mormons. They are wacky good time. They are a nutty bunch. And now we're finally to the the distinguishing Mormon nuttiness. The nuttiness one of. when you when one you of. when you think of Mormon nuttiness, oh yeah. This is what you first land on. Maybe. P- p- the polygs, the polygamies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's pro- it's way up there as far as I think what people yeah. might flash to. I think a lot of people flash to the nice little missionaries. Yeah. As far as just like, because again, if you're going to talk wacky and Mormon, here's guys in suits with backpacks on bicycling through communities yeah. everywhere. And I think yeah. it ca- I think that catches people's attention. Too. That's true, because it so intersects they, with got their lives. plenty of wacky yeah, but of, that's why we're talking about it. But, but guys, that's why we have the second. Guys, yeah, but guys going through your neighborhood is not quite as nutty as folks getting married to multiple people. Oh, that's what you were talking about. <laughs> that's what polygamy <laughs> means. Yeah, Frank. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes no somebody marries. Th- no, no, no. I thought it had to do with like small people. <laughs> Politically. Pol- pol- <laughs> Pigmy me me pigmidly. What? What are we doing? <laughs> off track. We are off track. Uh, now we're yeah. Now have we just? I think we've just alienated oh, the dwarf and no. uh, oh, native African populations <laughs> that are listening to our broadcast. We embrace you all. We're offensive. We're Any- not though. <laughs> we don't. We don't no. believe it. We have fun. We do have fun. Yeah. Uh, so this, this plural marriage thing, 
Yes. Not publicly acknowledged by the church until they were here in Utah. That's that's true. Yeah. But it started long before that. Oh, until an, an, um, an active, regular Joe Mormon. Yeah. Joe Six-Pack Mormon. Joe. Um, and that's a six-pack of Diet Coke. Joseph um, Smith Mormon. Oh, hey. Actually, hey. Was, was the Joe. Yeah. But they don't. Your your mainstream Mormon does not necessarily even know about that. No, that's true. So because, if you bring this up in, with them, you're gonna have to back it up. You're gonna have to, yeah, be ready for that. So it's because, yeah, the 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 story from the church for the longest time was this was not practiced until we got to Utah. Yeah, I think have they gotten better on that now? They have. They've acknowledged. Okay. Yeah. They they've they've acknowledged that it happened back in. Well, in, for crying out loud, there were books that they published. <clears throat> Remember those the the church history volumes uh-huh. that were like color, oh, fantastic seventies yeah. color scheme. Oh, yeah. You know, um, those had t- tons of crap in them. Well, yeah, and 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 like and that. the church's own histor- his- history department, which is no longer a, the church, no longer has an official history department. But when they, they did, don't? no, because they 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 moved them over to BYU and just called them part oh. of BYU. Huh. Okay. It was it was a it it was specifically because they were uncovering a whole bunch of stuff that the church wasn't comfortable with it with mm, mm-hmm. and uh and putting the church's official stamp on it. At least now that if it's a BYU person they can kind of they can distance they can just themselves communicate them. Well, <laughs> I mean, they yeah. have done it. No, I know. So yeah, I mean my, so my mom was a part of the church's history department. Right. And that department actually did some really good scholarly work mm-hmm. and Unearthed a whole bunch of shit, including okay. the fact that one Mister Joseph Smith uh, was the progenitor and original practitioner, right, of this practice. Right, right, right. Um, much to the chagrin of his first wife, by the way. Oh, 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 oh. who was not? She was none too pleased. She was not a happy camper about it. No, Emma. Oh, poor woman. I mean, Emma. <laughs> as far as like women who got the you know, <laughs> short end of the stick. That that poor woman. Yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, some interesting facts. Uh, Joseph Smith publicly condemned the practice. And, yeah. And denied. Yeah. Denied it. Everybody denied it. God. Everybody. And publicly made, made lots of big statements about how it wasn't being practiced and it's all a lie and blah, 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 blah. Wow. <clears throat> and one of the interesting things, when, in Mormon folklore... The events that led to Joseph Smith's death mm-hmm. are essentially this. At least this is how I learned it. Okay. Uh, all of the communities surrounding, I guess this was, was this, this was not, was it Nauvoo at this point? Uh-huh. Illinois? Uh-huh. All of the community, or was it in Missouri by this point? No, Nav- Missouri was before Nauvoo. Right. Okay. So yes, we're in Nauvoo, Illinois. And uh, and and the folklore says all of the communities surrounding them were were just Mormon haters for no reason. Okay, they just hated the Mormons. Okay, and persecuted them. That's the that's the standard narrative, right? Okay, and then uh, and then they came in and arrested Joseph Smith, right? And then a mob came and shot him while he was in jail. Yeah, it's all like. Very, like, I remember being a kid and just hearing sort of the, the, the basic story and just going, why? 
Why did they kill him or why did they arrest him? Why why were they so pissed off at the Mormons all the time? Like, yeah, okay, like, they're the Lord's people and all, and Mormons think that's just enough to be persecuted. Well, again, Mormons think they're Jews. Right, exactly. And Jews think that everyone's always against them, which... Frequently they are. Oh, hello. Frequently they uh, are. Uh, uh, <laughs> open a history book. Um, but yeah, like, in it, but I remember there just sort of being this like blank space yeah. in the narrative. Yeah. Where it's like, like, it, it just wasn't good storytelling. You know? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. There was just this everybody. Oh, and everybody hated them. Yeah. Well, so here. So, and I never understood what he was arrested for. Like, I, I mean, the I way the narrative. do with. Okay, go, and then I'll see if it's the thing I'm thinking The way of. the narrative always was presented to me was that he was just arrested for being him, for being the prophet of God. And, exactly. And these people were just and they, evil they were people. lawless, evil people. And they just arrested him. Right. Well, no, there were charges filed. He was really? arrested for real. Yeah. And the charges that were filed were... Did, did you want to talk about... Well, like, I want to hear what you have, because if it's different, then I'll say what I always thought it was. It was for destroying a printing press. That's what I, yeah, that's right. what I knew. Okay. The, I think it was the press that printed the Nauvoo Expositor. Which, I believe that's correct as which, well. Which was a paper in Nauvoo mm-hmm. by Nauvooians. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, Nauvoo was entirely Mormon. It was, yes. a, it, was, it was founded by them, and it was meant to be an exclusionary place where only Mormons were. Right. And somebody printed... Uh, a revelation. Somebody printed that polygamy was happening, right? But again, in the in the little bit of the narrative that you get of that in sort of your Mormon upbringing, mm-hmm. because I do remember that being a part of the. But my family also went to like on vacation to Nauvoo and that kind of crap. It's, it, it is kind of like the mecca oh, uh, that Mormons yeah. go to. So, um, so I guess at the top of the show, I was wrong when I said that this is the mecca that Mormons go to because really. It, it is really Nauvoo. It, Nauvoo. Mormons go to Nauvoo. They trek to yeah. Nauvoo. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, I, so I remember that being the thing, but I, for whatever reason in my head, I don't know if it was because it was presented this way or just the way that you would translate it in your head. Um, I always thought that it was sort of an anti-Mormon campaigning. The, mm. the, the, the Nauvoo expositor was, was an anti-Mormon press there was there was tension period. there was tension yeah between the expositor and and the the presidents of the church but really what it was was that they revealed that they that leaders of the church were practicing polygamy wow okay and this was the first time it had gone into print or something wow okay so, yeah joseph smith ordered that so he the, destroyed a press the press be a privately destroyed. held press right yeah. So they arrest the mob. You know the 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 law officials arrested him, and then a mob did come and shoot him. Yeah. 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 In the jail. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that begins mm. regular oh. Americans versus Mormons on polygamy. Like it was already like a problem. Now it's like a huge problem. Yeah. And so the yeah. Mormons flee across the plains Mm-mm. to uh, a desert. And a lovely desert. A lovely desert, and boy, did they make it bloom. Yes, but uh, but yeah, they they flee to here, and uh, and continue their practice. And now it's out in the open. Yeah, and now it's like now now it's almost a fuck you to everybody. Fuck you. We're gonna practice this shit, and we're gonna tell you about it, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And the, well, they also uh, were 
in the very early days of being here, not in the United States anymore. Right. Oh, they yeah. They were in Mexico. Oh, right. So so the the uh, the mass exodus, the Mormon mm-hmm. exodus, was from the United States to Mexico. Yeah. And then the year the year after they got here, the U.S. gained this part of the country, <laughs> and they were back in the U.S. again. <laughs> that just had a that had a sting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I want, I'm sure that there were meetings like, should we go south to where Mexico is now? And they're like, ah, so they'll just it. move it again, right? Well, and plus they were so far away from everybody else. It was like, yeah. it's not like anybody was marching here anytime soon. But they did. But they did. They did. Okay. So, oh, by the way, do, 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 you, do you have any sense of how many wives Joe Smith ended up with? Uh, wasn't it like up in the 30s or 40s? Well, it's, there is some question about that, to be, mm, actually, to okay. be honest with you. Oh, um, different historians put it at different marks. Oh. Um, Fawn Brody, who's a, a fairly famous historian and wrote one of the definitive uh, biographies of Joe Smith, put, okay. it, put it at 48. Okay. Um, Michael Quinn, another another prominent yeah. Roman historian, oh, yeah. put it at 46. Oh, wow. Um, okay. A lot of those were actually posthumous ceilings to, Gross. to Mr. Smith. Dead women? No. He's dead, and the women Shut are getting up. sealed by proxy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so I don't even know what the point of that would be. So that, like old like old Mormon librarians, spinsters right, librarians right, right. are like mm, well, well because and and we should we should they're explain like, that they're like Mormon, Mormon nuns. Mormon theology was not clear in that time about what it meant, but it has become clear in mm-hmm. Mormon theology mm-hmm. since then that in order to achieve what's called exaltation, which yes. is the highest order of uh, glory, of glory once you're mm-hmm. dead, you have to be married. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So all these women who are being sealed posthumously to Joe Smith, that's important. Otherwise, they don't get to be exalted. Yeah. Anyway, but they, 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 they it's kind of like being married to Jesus, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. I mean, your husband, you're just congr- congratulations Jesus on is your a marriage. Big polygamist. Oh, he is. All those Catholics nuns. Catholics practice polygamy. They do. The same kind of polygamy the Mormons practice. Nuns. Nuns. Nuns in the big J. Big JC. <laughs> That's good. We'll use that. Yeah. We'll we'll hit him with that one. Yeah. Okay. I I don't think it's quite the same. <laughs> But yeah, the, at le- uh, during his life, they say that he was married to probably somewhere between twenty nine and thirty five. Oh, wow. I don't know. Okay. It's, it's 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 totally unclear well because done. because they didn't keep I don't know. records of this because it was all under the table. Yeah, yeah. So wow, he was he was a horn dog. Yeah, I mean that's what it really was about, right? <laughs> probably he was, he like he had an affair. He tried to figure out how to justify it to Emma. Thought, oh, she'll buy this. He's, he had a revelation. Yeah, he had a revelation. He said, Whenever anything, guess went- what God said? I get to fuck this lady too, <laughs> and we're married. That's what makes it okay. Right, right, exactly. This isn't illicit it, 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 yeah. at all. It, it's not. This is it, sanctioned by it wasn't God. Adultery or fornication or <sighs> any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was married to the woman. Yep. Yeah. So, well, so we're we're in Utah. Yeah, and and we were. Nobody was going to come, and then the Utah War happens, Eesh. which is the the uh, yeah the uh, the federal government sent troops mm-hmm. out here keep the Mormons in line. 
Didn't work. No. They, uh... <laughs> the Mormons were an unruly bunch. Yeah, they, and they and, were a whiskey drinking, by the way. Yeah, oh, unruly yeah. bunch and feisty. Yeah, they were feisty. Yeah, and plucky. I'm going to give plucky, them plucky. Pluck. credit for pluck. Yeah, they had a lot of pluck. When was Jay Golden Kimball a thing? Oh, he was like mid 20th century. Was he really? I think so. Or okay. early, early and mid. Anyways, I'm not sure about that. Okay, I haven't done any research on that. Oh, right now. Okay. So anyway, now so now so the war, the Utah War, which lasted between 1857 and 58, uh, was just a largely unsuccessful mess. Yeah, in which troops came but didn't really make it very far in, and then uh, and then left. Uh, uh, and so it was still a standoff. Yeah. Okay. But there was one thing that Utah really wanted, which was statehood. At this point, why? I, because uh, I think. It was a tax situation. Why, why would the Utah <laughs> they wanted would, to be taxed? I think I, I mean for a while there it was like this thing where where Brigham Young was literally saying he literally did say at some at one point something along the lines of you know if if we'll never achieve statehood because as long as we're practicing polygamy then we will never achieve statehood. Mm. Well, that's some yeah okay. He was and I think he it was a point of pride. His wives. But well, here's he the but here's the problem. Yeah. They were under American rule, but didn't have really any say in the process. So, yeah. So at one point a they tried good... to seat okay. a uh, so uh, a guy at uh, in the Senate. Okay. Was it Senate? Yeah. They they sent um, Joe Q. Cannon uh, in February of 1882. Mm. They sent him to be a uh, to to be a, a in the House of Representatives, a in, non-voting a, in, in a non-voting seat, yeah, and he was denied his seat. He was denied a seat as a non-voting member. Yes, wow, uh, due to his polygamist uh, things. Like polygamy did, did was. You say George Q. Yeah. Oh, okay. There literally polygamy and slavery were two hot button were the hot button issues yeah. of the time. Yeah. People don't talk about polygamy anymore because it was just this weird thing that was happening, but. Somebody called it the dual abominations or the the, yeah. the twin abominations of of slavery and polygamy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> These true. were the moral questions of the time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we get to uh, and 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 then there was this interesting campaign where Mormons kept sending people to Washington mm-hmm. to lie about polygamy. Ew. And it was expressly that. And it was and like there are there are notes from meetings where they where their justification is the Lord has said it's better to lie and gain access with these people. Absolutely. That's the kind of that's the kind of lesson you would learn reading the Book of Mormon. And they they were expressly sent mm-hmm. to lie. Yeah. And they would they would put their hand on the Bible and swear to tell the truth mm-hmm. in front of Congress and then promise that we're not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's better that it's better to lie than that a de- that a nation dwindle right. from unbelief or that they not get. Well, okay. So what's happening right now politically is that the uh, the federal government has started seizing Mormon property mm-hmm. to the tune of like. A million dollars worth of property back then, oh, or something like that. Yeah. It was like crazy amounts of property. So it would be like the federal government came in and, in today's money, um, confiscated the mall downtown. <laughs> yeah, the Mormon zone. Yeah, 
They're, they're confiscating everything and not giving it back. We're on, I, I think by this point, we're, we're to President John Taylor, mm. the third prophet and president of the church. Sure, yeah. He's in hiding. He spent his entire time as the president of the church in hiding. Why? Because he's under, under threat of personal arrest. I saw that church movie <laughs> which one the one where the temple is about to be like dedicated because it was under it was under him right oh the the salt lake temple? salt lake temple finally got finished oh he probably came out for for photo ops uh, or whatever yeah but yeah he was uh he, he was he was hiding mm-hmm. so then the fourth prophet comes along one mr wilford woodruff mm-hmm. oh it was wilford woodruff i'm sorry oh yeah see it was yeah and Willie starts out his prophet. He mm-hmm. knows that his that like everything's coming to a head. Yeah, he's. I mean, he, the poor guy. He's presiding over like the shittiest time to preside over because well, it's like, the dismantling of like one of their core beliefs. Well, or everything else falls apart. Right. Everything gets confiscated. Everything. Everyone gets arrested. Right. Essentially, they are. They're. It's. It's civil war part two. Wow. Is being threatened. Yeah, yeah. And so, he, but he won that one. <laughs> but he starts. He starts his his presidency by saying, huh. literally, he makes this firm statement: polygamy will always be practiced by Mormons. Okay, that's not how he ends his presidency. Oh, because he's guy. the guy that uh, that that does the manifesto. The, uh, yeah, but we know, Dan. Yes. You say, I mean, okay, so, okay, say what the manifesto was. The manifesto is basically uh, the prophet saying, hey, we got a revelation from God. We're not going to do this anymore. To but the it Mormons. Was bullshit. Well, it was bullshit. It was him lying again, right? Well, because it was we t- know that in the Salt Lake Temple, they were still practicing. It did. They were still, still performing. Okay, so marriages. technically, the manifesto was kind of a suggestion. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, really, that's uh, it was it was it was a big show for for the nation. Sure. And and it was it was like a proclamation, and it was I mean it was meant to be doctrine. He said mm-hmm. that God said this, but yeah, they kind of still because the thing is that he, it was now this was now part of their culture. They were defending. I mean, this was this was one, it. Was it like God told me to say that He said this? No, no. This was no. The, I mean, like in His mind, right? Was He like okay? No, I think He just committed to it. Really? Yeah. He. But but Did he here's give the thing. Up all his wives? No. Nobody gave up their wives. They just said we're stopping the practice. We're not going to marry any more people oh. into this practice. Okay. In the U.S. Oh God. Is what they were saying. Right. Woodruff himself actually married and took another wife after the proclamation, after the manifesto. But he didn't. But he did it like on a ship at sea. Oh my God! <laughs> so, what? so he, he, I think he stayed on the windy side of the law on that one. That uh, that temple up in Canada, that's uh, up in Alberta, <laughs> uh-huh. basically in no, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. What was that? Oh, was that really? When was that built? Was that built like while they were still doing temple polygamy stuff? I don't know. We could look. Like, that was it? Up. Was it specifically built? What, what was that called? Cardston. The Cardston Temple. Yeah, that's where my parents were married. By the way, no way. Uh, huh. Cardston. But isn't it like in the temple. middle of nowhere? 
Yeah, Cardston's not a. It's when was it? let's see Cardston Alberta Temple. Because that seems like it was a really early temple to me, in in my recollection of uh, Mormon was, temples. Nineteen thirteen was when it was announced. And oh, dedicated. So not not that early. Huh. But, but yeah. They, but up to the twenties, right? Weren't they sort of still being oh, really secretive well, about it? Well, well into the the twentieth century, yeah. they're still secretly practicing this. It's not getting any official top three recognition, meaning the first presidency is saying no. Okay. And then a whole bunch of apostles are just doing it on the sly. And I think there's a oh. whole lot of nod, nods and winks happening. My like, God. You shouldn't do and And like wrist slapping abounds. <laughs> <laughs> they were in Don't, a feet bunch. No. <laughs> no. I think literally it, it fully came to a grinding halt mm -hmm. in 1943. Okay. Uh, with a a guy named uh, an apostle named Richard R. Lyman, who was caught uh, cohabiting, cohabitating, mm -hmm. who was caught living with a woman uh, in addition to his legal wife. Oh my god! Or maybe just with her, but she wasn't his legal wife. I don't know what it, I don't know what it was. But they were they were a sex obsessed bunch. Yeah, I. Like, don't you think? Don't you think? You know, at, at you some think? point, having had a wife, technically I've had two wives. I was divorced once. Oh. Uh, I, I, one wife is more than enough to handle, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but you live in an era when women have, like, rights and shit. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I if, don't know. If women were merely, purely just objects mm. and... And it, I mean, like, if you lived in a culture where, you know, like, your sort of position, right? Not not even sort of manliness, but position was was you were given more respect based on the number of wives that you had. Yeah, that's true. I would, wouldn't you just collect them up? Absolutely. Well, and there is also the thing of like, if your first wife is a a really smart and powerful lady, mm. like Emma Smith was, sure. You might want somebody fun. You might want to just be like, okay, kind of sick of this. She's way too intense. Yeah. Let me just find somebody who's fun and playful in the sack. Yeah. Oh, wow. In Brigham, sack. you devil. That was Joseph. Oh, and then Brigham actually, Eliza Arson. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So so that's that's the basic rundown. Uh, none of it is anywhere near as clean cut as the Mormon Church would like it to be, including mm -hmm. changes to their scripture uh, oh, to yeah. uh, to first deny it, then to accommodate it, mm -hmm. and then to and then to and then to explain how it's okay that we believed that, but now we don't anymore. And this brings us back to what you cut me off. Oh, okay, uh, from dive in earlier. No, just sort of the idea that. In, in current Mormon practice and understanding of polygamy, mm -hmm. this mainstream Mormonism, this is this is the Mormonism that Romney belongs to. Right. Right. This is the big one. This isn't some fringe group. Right. Um, their theology still has a place for polygamy. Absolutely. It's just that it's not practiced right now because they believe in obeying the laws of the land. Is right. how a lot of them will, will say that, that. Well, that's what it really comes down to is it's not legal, so we can't do it. And whatever it's not a very good explanation whatever right but um anyways and the way that this works is that the temple 
ceremony, right? Which mm. is where or the temple marriage, right? Right. Um, men are still allowed to be sealed in a in a temp, in a temple marriage to multiple women. Right. It's just that the 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 only one of them can be currently living. Right. So, like, if your wife dies, you can go and get married to another woman. Or even if you get divorced. Oh, divorced. You're right. In the U.S. You're absolutely or, right. Or, if, if you get divorced from one wife, you can go and be sealed to another so wife. So you could still be currently, according to the church, be sealed, which is the equivalent of a marriage. Right. And um, it's not a but civil it's marriage. Not, it's not a civil marriage. And you're not living. You're not cohabitating. It's a spiritual any, marriage. It's a spiritual marriage. You don't have... Physical relations right. with that woman. You have spiritual um, relations with her. You have that spiritual woman. relations with her. No, um, but um, women, obviously, if if a woman wants to be sealed to like her second husband right. and she was sealed to her first husband, they actually have to go through this big, long process of yeah. getting that, that initial sealing dissolved. A woman cannot be sealed to more than one man. Yeah, they, and, and they really hate the term temple divorce. <laughs> they they don't like that. Yes. So they have to get the ceiling dissolved, and um and so that so that she can then be married and sealed and sealed to, to another, guy. another guy. Yeah. But the men don't have to do that. Nope. In cases of divorce or their you know other spouse passed away or whatever, they don't have to do it. As a matter of fact, one of the church's bulldogs in the anti-gay marriage fight, mm -hmm. one Mister Russell M. Nelson. Dun, dun, dun. Who was screaming at the top of his lungs, figuratively, <laughs> that marriage was one man, one woman. That's what we believe. Marriage should be one man and one woman. And he kept saying it over and over again. Yeah. By his own theology, he's married to two women. Yeah. Yeah. He when he his gets, when his he first dies, wife died. According to his belief, when in, in the afterlife... He will have both of those wives. Fucking hypocrite. It really that really drove me crazy. Yeah. The fact that Mormons are fighting this fight so harshly. They You guys invented non-traditional marriage, you bastards. They didn't invent it, but they well, sure did practice it. They're the ones who brought it to the US yeah. in in numbers. Yeah. Yeah. You guys you guys created this idea. Right. And now you're fighting this hard against it. Yeah. It's just bullshit. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You're right that they didn't invent it, by the way. They got it. Joe Smith got the idea from some other dude. Who? Um, there was a, a guy who had a a weird congregation called the Cochranites. One, uh -oh. one Mr. Cochran. Uh-oh. Jacob Cochran. What? You guys should look that up. Wow, yeah, wow. He, he, apparently, he apparently gave Joe the idea. And then a whole bunch of Cochranites became Mormons. Shut up. Including, like, apostles and stuff. What? That's crazy town. Yep. Well, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, we're glad you did. We're so happy to have you each week. Yeah, join our conversation on Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Follow us on Twitter at TGI Atheist. Or email at uh, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Also, uh, yeah, go on iTunes and write a review. Oh, yeah, we love that. Thanks okay. a lot, guys. Bye.